he was he fell asleep on my shoulder and drooled all over me and I know what you're thinking oh you know if you were dating for like a few months like that's kind of cute it's not that big of a deal like he drooled on you no problem like second date Mm, I don't want to be drooled on and also the makeup the makeup was like a helicopter style it was like very oh, like, like the tongue yeah yeah very oh. like blah, 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 blah. and I was like mm, you're done <laughs> you're done Welcome back to another episode of Pretty Blunt. We are chatting about love and relationships. Part two, baby. Part two. If you missed the first episode. You got to go check it out. You got to go. I was about to say like, it's, you know, like you're not going to be behind, but like there was some great content in there. There was. Uh, Highly recommend it. We're chatting about, um, what were we chatting about? Well, we have online dating. Yeah, we have some online dating. No, what did we chat about in the last one? Oh, we were talking about love languages. We talked about self, we talked about sex toys in there. Some positions. My breakup. Your breakup we talked about briefly, yeah. Uh, Lots of great stuff. Love is not enough. Unconditional love. A a lot of, a lot of good, solid um, advice just in terms of getting to know yourself and growing um, in the relationship sector. Because as you know, your relationship might not be the only one. You might want to have a partner to share your life with. You might not. You might want to be single. But um, it's important to kind of find love in all aspects of your life. And that includes your platonic relationships, your romantic relationships. But most importantly, baby... The relationship with yourself. I was trying to go a little yeah. Austin Powers there. Yeah, but. stop being British at one point <laughs> there. Um, but I think actually something that we didn't really touch on in the last episode, mm-hmm. and that's important, is that you end up repeating relationships too. So it can be a different person, but like say your relationship with your mom or your dad, well, like we all know it affects your ro- romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. So until you start facing those like uncomfortable things, you'll kind of keep doing the same things over and over in relationships. So like when my seven-year relationship ended, I was like, whew won't do that again there was a lot of things I learned but then I got into another like I started dating somebody else and that was a whole other beast so I was like oh more to learn new yes. things yes and it's it's <laughs> you could be in the moment you're experiencing it all for a second time <laughs> and you still put up with it and but but that's the point but it's like a growth. new thing to put up with so you're like this is different yeah. or this isn't as bad or whatever it is because until you like a lot of the time like you can say anything to anybody who's in whatever type of relationship until they come to that themselves pretty much they're not gonna take action on it you know no. that's why I was saying in the last episode you've got to ask questions sometimes of your friends in terms of if this relationship stayed the same would you stay in it would you be their friend the defensiveness yeah I'm guilty yeah. guilty as charged yeah. and a lot of my friends are too I mean you can uh, I've been a lot better at asking questions um, because Sam was the first person that started doing that with me and I found it so helpful and so I want to make sure in the conversations and uh, you know especially when it comes to advice that your friends seek out from you I want to be that person for them yeah right? and, and everybody has different standards exactly so what somebody else will put up with I'll be like oh hell no right but it's the here's here's the thing I want to note that defensiveness and we all know it you say something you ask a question you put it out there and your friend immediately seizes up yeah we did it we, I talked I, I called it out today with you yeah seizes up and goes no, 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 but, but 
but this but they do this and and but they do that and da 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 and Sam has a really good way of being like but that doesn't matter <laughs> that does not matter well and a lot of the time in a relationship it's like yeah I assume they're doing something good yeah but what is the weight of the quote-unquote bad or negative thing that's happening mm-hmm. because somebody could be doing the most amazing things for you it's a fully faceted fully realized relationship but if there's one thing that they're not doing or one thing that they are doing that's detrimental then sometimes that overpowers everything else yes which is really hard to face yeah but people are who they are and when they who when somebody shows you who they are believe, believe them. them that's amen to that but what my little sing-songy <laughs> a little sing-songy but only i need a little bit of auto-tune there i was like that <laughs> i mean we're talkers not singers not ariana grande okay <laughs> Oh, also speaking of, uh, Jess is wearing Britney Spears. Uh, what is it? Fantasy? Uh, Fantasy by Britney Spears is the ultimate perfume. I want no Spears haters in this. Okay. Who, this is, is anybody. I hope besides not. Jamie Lynn. I ho- <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the entire Spears family. Yeah. Like, but um, no, we are, we're Spears fans here. And I. I've never abs- heard of anyone say Spears fans. Neither. Like, I just came Nobody up. would ever recognize that as Britney, would they? I, no. You know what? 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 what, what, what yeah. We're, we're Britney fans. We're Britney fans fans um yeah fantasy by britney spears is the superior it is a one from day one i've been wearing it since grade 10 i like that do you know what the notes are i don't but i do know whenever i am scrolling through tiktok and they're doing some sort of comparisons with very expensive perfumes that britney spears always always comes up she's a goddess she is love it and now like this is a complete aside but as an adult looking back at her whole like head shaving all that kind of stuff I'm like I get it wow makes sense it makes sense I would have done the same thing yes a hundred percent so anyways (laughs) let's talk about online dating How long have you been online dating for here, Sam? Since 2020. So it's very new to me. Fresh so and new. I uh, got into a relationship in 2013. That was kind of when Tinder became a thing, at least in Newfoundland. Yep. Um, so I'd never used it. Um, never online dating, especially also growing up in Newfoundland. It's, uh, you know, it's an island of 500,000 mm-hmm. people. And you kind of just, people don't really date there. It's like you meet somebody, you probably like hook up and then you're together. For, so a, for some period of time you wow. know like okay. i remember meeting a guy downtown once and being like oh thank god i've never met him this is so exciting and by the way he was like yeah i work at good life and people always complain that i'm not a personal trainer now this is not my ex he was also a personal trainer <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i was like yeah cool anyways i looked him up on facebook 80 mutual friends 80 80 and i was like wow i've never met this guy so exciting and then i was like oh Oh. So there was like, there was no anonymity or anything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, online dating is new to me. What about you? You've I have been an OG. That's what I like to say. I've been online dating since probably it like started and, and came out. That's part of the reason how I got drooled on. Was that a Tinder? Was Tinder the first for you or? Mm, yes, Tinder. So Tinder was well, the I mean, main I, one. I mean, really, when we're talking about online dating, we're talking about like apps, not like plenty of fish yeah yeah okay, we're talking Cupid, about the apps yeah christian yeah. mingle which nothing nothing wrong with all those apps either but specifically uh tinder is when i think things it's like generational sort yeah, of yeah things things took a, a change like that's when the evolution of online dating i feel it was, really came yeah. to fruition well exactly and i think it's like a social media thing right like yeah. there was different generations that were on the websites then it was more our generation <sighs> my grandfather a tape 
in like I think he did one of those tapes in the 80s I might I remember my dad telling me I wish I knew for sure or an ad in the newspaper yeah I'm dead serious Uh, I I saw an ad actually uh, on Lakeshore and it was like and I was like murder but the guy was looking for like a woman to go get gelato and stuff with in her 60s but I was like don't trust him oh but like is see the, oh yeah, my god like, it was this is why this... i'm wearing black and look like i'm in mourning and you look like a cute little bubblegum princess because i'm like he's a murderer obviously he wants to put her like, in what a sweet freeze. old man this old man was like i'm just gonna go around town and staple on some you know hope i find my lady and no it's really anyway we have i've watched you've watched too much dexter which by the way i finished the episode we'll talk about that later oh finally finally oh, i literally was like what does she do in her i know time? finally like, i watched it yesterday um but yes i i started with tinder I moved on from Tinder to Bumble, mm-hmm. which is where you message uh, the person first. Right. If you're, or it's it might be very specific. In fact, I don't know how it is with non-binary, um, because technically it's women message the men. Yeah, but what if about you identify women, women and women too? That as well. I don't know how I don't know how that works on Bumble. I'm not sure. Um, and I liked Bumble for the fact that it's a little bit more a little bit more playful it's a yep. little bit more like we you have the power um or at least I, like well, i had and, the power and Tinder, like as all social medias get kind of pigeonholed i'm calling it social media yeah. but, uh, apps or whatever it was kind of more seen than as like a hookup app. yeah i switched over i'm not i've never been actually this is great discussion too i've never been into casual sex right i have tried once once to be like okay keep it casual and then i'm sitting there going oh my god i can't wait to introduce this person to my dad like (laughs) yeah no i'm not a casual uh sex kind of person it is never being appealing to me i need emotional depth i need connection um so tinder was like as soon as it became that hookup app i was like "Mm -mm." i had deleted it have not downloaded it since um moved on to bumble but hinge was Love. what I really, really loved. Now, the person I'm seeing today was found via Bumble, but Hinge is where I feel I've had the most opportunity t- for getting to know people a little bit more. Yeah, you can um, weed them out very easily in my very opinion. Very easily, especially with their profiles. Like I used to be swiping right on anyone who was just like physically, like I was like, yes, you're attractive. Uh, now I'm like, if they're physically attractive, that's one thing. To start. But I go through the profile and if your profile is like, yeah, man, Saturdays for the boys. Okay, I'm what like, no. is it with men's profiles and having the caveat of I want her to be able to hold a conversation? Oh, what? Where did that come from? Oh, have a sense of humor. Don't be too sensitive. Oh, you know, you know instantly. You know instantly. But it's like thank you for showing me that because see ya. swipe left. Yeah, swipe fucking left and hope I never see you again. In fact, blocked. Yeah. I know. Blocked. Okay. If you have sunglasses on every single photo in your profile, get get out. Yeah. Swipe left. Okay. Here's my question to you because I think we differ in this. But for me, when it comes to Hinge, so the way Hinge works is mm-hmm. you have to put down a couple of different prompts yes. or like answer questions, etc. But you can put video, voice prompts is a fun one. Oh, down I too. love that. I love that they added that. Yeah. But what I find interesting is you have the ability to really engage. So you can send someone like a like on their photo. Mm-hmm. You can send them a like one person a rose every week or something like that. I've yeah. never sent a rose. Have you? I think I use up my roses. You get one free a week. I haven't, I deleted the apps. I'm not on the apps right now. But like, did you ever use a rose? Like, would you use it? Yeah, I've used, I've definitely used roses, but because I had it for free. Oh, I've never sent one. 
Oh, wow. You were like, I'm not giving my rose. No. And to be honest with you, I've given the rose and like, I, I feel like I didn't like, it's almost too forward. Exactly. I'm like, mm, the cool guy's it. like, nah, never Relax. mind. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I just wanted to use the free rose. I get one a week. I might as well. <laughs> and they give, they curate the profiles for you. Like they, like what they think is going to be the best yes. match. Right. Which sometimes the compatibility thing, um, insults me. But anyways, yeah. Back to hinge. Uh, you can also message somebody. So like somebody, somebody will have like a prompt. Like I remember someone recently had like, you know, what, uh, I thought it was kind of funny it was like if there was a zombie apocalypse what makes you valuable kind mm-hmm. of thing and I was like honestly not much <laughs> like I'm a good delegator yeah. but I hope you've got some skills yeah, yeah. I'm cute right <laughs> that's but it. I find when people only like my photo that makes me less interested me too I want you to engage with something on my profile I've yep. got two truths and a lie I've got that I like to be a big spoon 87% of the time you know a couple of little things in their picture of the cats mm-hmm. um so for me, I want someone to engage, but I'm not going to lie. If they're cute enough and they only like my photo, I will yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, for me, the most important thing is getting off the app and in person. Yes. Uh, that was, I was kind of getting a bit, not frustrated, but when I was really actively dating, um, and I was, you know, I was going on maybe a date or two a week. You were, I was dating. You were dating. I was dating. I was like, all right, let's see. Like, I, I wanted to challenge myself. But but I think, honestly, that's the way to do it. Because yeah. then you know when you meet somebody, I know for sure. Yes. Because that's for me now in being single. I'm like, I really, really want to figure out who I like and who I don't like. Yeah. And something that I didn't say in the last one as well is that you heal in relationships. You can only do so much work yes. on your own. But until you get out in the field in the arena whatever it is Mm -hmm. whatever analogy you want to use that's how you heal it's interesting because prior to I mean a couple years ago I was saying how can I love someone if I don't love myself first but then I came to the understanding that sometimes not all the time but sometimes you'll meet someone who shows you how to love yourself shows you the care and the attention that they want to give you and that brings this love of yourself a yeah, weird it's a, it's a piece of it right? right well like I mean how many times have I told you that our friendship has upped my standards for romantic relationships yeah. because I've not really had relationships with friends or family that has had that same depth and vulnerability where I didn't feel needy or like I was repeating myself yeah. things like that yeah so now that I get it from you I'm like I know that that exists in humans mm-hmm. and I will not accept that from I will not not accept that from a romantic partner because yeah. that's what makes me feel safe and comfortable yeah I need open communication I need to know that we're on the same page I need to know if I am insecure about something I can bring it up and it's like dealt with you know done and And just even in the course of the relationship playing playing out that the insecurities start to um, fade away because they've given you a reason can we just chat about attachment styles for a second yes absolutely so I mentioned this book um, attached attached I think it is in the last podcast and uh, well two two podcasts podcasts ago ago now and it was enlightening to me uh and i read it uh as an audiobook that's how i kind of consume actually it was the first audiobook i ever purchased and oh. first i purchased it as just a book on my phone because i didn't know so you could good. do that audible is this one no this so was just good. on apple and i oh. didn't even realize that you could do that i didn't know you could do that either so you can just like purchase a book like i'm gonna read it off my freaking phone no so then i had to buy oh. it again in audio form oh. so maybe on audible it would have been more clear <laughs> Audible's great. I really recommend it. So anyways, once I paid for it twice, (laughs) 
I then listened to it and it was so enlightening. So there's three main attachment styles from what I gather. So there's anxiously attached, there's avoidantly attached Mm -hmm. and securely attached. But there's also like a disorganized, fearful, like there's a couple of other things in there. Um, And I know there's a lot of people who kind of feel one way or the other about it. For me, it just kind of helped um, explain to me a lot of the science and like logic for me is really important believe it or not, even though I act illogical at times. Yep. But I was like, oh, I'm anxiously attached. This is w- why I feel like when when somebody kind of, uh, they describe it as sort of activates it, you can have ways that you act out. Well, it's also self-awareness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. But a big part of it, of being anxiously attached is, you know, you feel anxious all the time. If something changes in someone's mood, if something changes in the way the relationship is, if they start to pull away, you start to get overbearing, et cetera, et cetera. But what I also had to learn was if I'm in a relationship with somebody who is not giving me a reason to feel safe, then why would I? Yeah. Right. So now I consider myself more securely attached than ever Mm. um, because I'm not going to be in a situation where I need to chase, where I need to do this, where I need to do that. And I remember asking my therapist and I don't remember what the answer was, but I was like, what's the difference between someone who's avoidantly attached and just an asshole? (laughs) Like literally, like give me the reason. Like no offense, (laughs) but like it just, it just was really interesting to me. I'm at that point right now where I'm definitely, I have an anxious attachment style. Um, And what I'm learning now with um, the person I'm currently dating is that they are more towards securely attached. And I feel as if I'm sitting here needing constant reassurance sometimes. And they've really, the only thing that can prove anything different is over time, right? That's it. Just getting to know them, ex- having different experiences um, and developing the relationship from that point of view. And for, for me, I'm sitting here, I'm going, I shouldn't be, be anxious about anything. They've done nothing to make me feel a certain way um, or be anxious about anything. And I'm having a little bit of a learning experience uh, for, my, for myself and my yeah. personal growth because I need to also identify this uh when I feel that way and be like they have not given you a reason you are experiencing you are putting you're projecting yeah it's from past from past relationships and thank goodness he's so understanding and has been able to work through these things with me again early stages but it's been so wonderful to be able to have these open conversations anytime I feel anxious and having someone check in with you yeah well and that's the standard that you set right right so like if you now that you know like we hope all the best for this relationship but moving forward any relationship that you're in that's the standard now yeah right that is how it should be and uh Uh, I just want to just, I guess, be a little bit more official about the attachment styles. I just Googled it. So there's secure attachment style, which refers to the ability to form secure, loving relationships with others. Mm -hmm. A securely attached person can trust others and be trusted, love um, and accept love and get close with others with relative ease. They're Mm -hmm. not afraid of intimacy, nor do they feel panicked when their partners need time and space away from them. Mm -hmm. They're able to depend on others without becoming uh, totally dependent. And apparently 56% of adults have a secure attachment. Where are they? Please step forward. Um, There's the anxious attachment style. It's a form of insecure attachment style. It's marked by a deep fear of abandonment. I get that. I've got the Mm. abandonment issues. That's for another day. Um, Anxiously attached people tend to be very insecure about their relationships, often worrying that their partner will leave them and thus are always hungry for validation. 
Okay. <laughs> Neediness, clingy behavior, such as getting very anxious when your partner doesn't text you back fast, constantly feeling like your partner doesn't care enough about you. Okay. So that's another one. Avoidant attachment. This is, uh, also about insecurity and it's marked by a fear of intimacy so people with avoidant attachment style tend to have trouble getting close to others or trusting others in relationships or the relationships make them feel suffocated they typically maintain some distance from their partners and are largely emotionally unavailable in their relationships preferring to be independent and rely on themselves there's Mm. also quizzes you can do online to kind of figure this out for yourself and then there's the oh sorry uh fearful avoidant attachment so aka disorganized this is the other one i was talking about which is kind of a mix uh it's combined anxious and avoidant uh and people with fearless fearless no fearful (laughs) avoidant attachment uh both desperately crave affection and want to avoid it at all costs uh they're reluctant to develop a close romantic relationship yet at the same time they have a dire need to feel loved by others honestly that hits home a little bit right now Interesting. I mean, I've got some walls built up. Yeah. I've got yeah. some walls built up. But And a uh, reminder that like just because these are what the definitions are, um, everything's taken with a grain of salt. Everything is, you know, I hate labels. I hate categories. Oh, and you and move like between that. them. Yeah. I, I think I think it's very uh, important for you to understand that just because you identify with one doesn't mean you might not identify with another and doesn't mean you can't be a mix of it all. Yeah. And, and I think those are the kinds of things that you reflect on. You figure out, you know, where you sort of land. And then that gives you a great jumping off point for more self-awareness and more self-development. Right. Right. It's not like you're avoidant, therefore you're an asshole. Even though that was what I asked my therapist. <laughs> Or like, you're anxious, like you're a needy bitch, like what I like, I don't know why I'm being so aggressive, but you know, like there, there's, there's no shame in any of these. Right. It's really just like, okay, where do I go from here? And how do I move towards that 56%? How do we make that 75%? Well, especially when you're online dating, that's what can be so difficult about trying to identify, um, you know, even someone else's attachment yeah. style and getting used to um, that give and take and how to support each other. Right? So, so here's what's interesting for me, because I initially was the type of person when I started talking to somebody, I wanted to talk to them every day, all day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Firstly, like, you know, you said you want to move from online to in-person very quickly. I agree with that. I don't want to talk on end, um, just on texting and things like that. But what's really important is I want to make sure the rest of my life is still ongoing. And this person doesn't come in like a freight train and then become my everything. Because first of all, that's not healthy. Yes. And second of all, I want to make sure that I have my own life and that they're fitting into it and that we don't need to talk every day, all Mm -hmm. day. We don't even need to talk every day necessarily in Mm -hmm. the early times because I want to know, honestly, like, again, this goes back to the uh, sort of distorted ideas we've been given about love. I want to know that I'm not a priority day one. Because why would I be a priority when you don't even know me? We just started talking, Mm. right? We just matched on Tinder. I shouldn't be a priority for you. I want to know that you're interested to get to know me after our first date, but I shouldn't be the first person in your life because I want to know that you have your own things going on and that can cause a lot of pressure, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, that was the mistake that I made in, you know, all of my previous not every previous relationship but a lot of the previous yeah, ones well and it's was, also like and i was anxious yeah. too like that's what feels safe you want someone to be obsessed with you oh ab- oh absolutely which is i mean listen it's okay to be have that obsession and stuff but um not when you're canceling your plans with your friends yeah not when you're rearranging everything i found myself i was like i was literally 
wasting away yeah. my days was and I was sitting there going this is you know previous relationships where I was going oh I have to wait to see if they text me because if they text me then I'm gonna make plans and I don't want to make plans with my yeah. friends because if I make plans with my friends then I have to cancel and, da, da, da. and so I was just sitting there going in the spiral about waiting for them yeah um no no and there's why would I do that there's a difference between like I'm dating someone I'm super excited I'm obsessed with them yeah and somebody like putting you up on a on a pedestal and that's gonna it's gonna come back to bite you eventually because you want them I want someone to get to know me yes make sure you get to know me too because I don't want to have to then fit into your particular ideas yeah and it's okay if you uh you know if you're someone who is you know, relationship obsessed. It's just, it's, it's okay that you're, you feel like that, but just take a moment to look, yes. you know, look at what you're doing and make sure you're not sacrificing your own happiness, your own life for someone who just walked in the door. Yeah. And um, know that you'll be okay. Yes. You'll be okay no matter what. There was yeah. times when I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Going through my breakup. I literally, I mean, Jess took me to the hospital last year. And that was a year after my breakup. That was after a whole other thing. Like there was a lot piled up. Yeah. But my physical health, my mental health, everything took such a toll. And to know that like I'm the type of person too, I know I might sound like I'm a little standoffish and jaded. I love love. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. But that's why I know I need to step in and be a little more careful because I have the habit of doing those kinds of things. And I don't want to get into a situation again where, and of course, it's a calculated risk Mm -hmm. getting into a relationship. But I just need to be more careful because I know how much love I have to give. I know how deeply attached I get to people. And that's an energy that I want to make sure that I'm only dispersing with the right people because people come into your life and be like I love your energy and drain you of it yeah oh the fun suckers yeah oh I feel that um I do want to challenge you though okay because I feel like and you're gonna agree with me anyway but uh maybe (laughs) I think you are I think you are I think there's a fine balance when it comes to being careful and um also just experiencing it will but that's what I mean right because before I wouldn't actually be experiencing I would be jumping in making the decision and then moving forward right as opposed to experiencing it seeing what the outcome is and then deciding what I want to do yeah that's my biggest challenge right now yes is that I'm uh you know I really feel like having all these deep conversations, establishing, you know, attachment styles, love languages, um, really making sure that we're a match in all these different, uh, I guess, topics, categories, whatever you want to call it. But now I'm like, okay, I got caught up in so many of these deeper conversations that I'm like, I'm forgetting just to like let myself go and like enjoy one yes. another. And so that's what I'm, I'm, my new challenge is to almost stop thinking a little bit. Yes. Giving myself a bit of a break to go, I feel I feel safe with this person. I feel comfortable with this person. And now let's fucking enjoy it. Well, because first of all, it is what it is. So you can talk about attachment styles and boundaries and stuff as much as you want. one thing, right? Right. But actions and words need to match. You need to actually experience it on top of talking about it. And also in a new relationship, 
the first bit is the most fun. It should yeah. never stop being fun, but yeah. like that's a sweet, like romantic, really fun time. And I think also the thing that we both have talked about a lot is we're very analytical and checking in with our bodies. <gasps> that is something that's so important. Your yes. nervous system. How do you feel when that person leaves? Do you feel like your energy is drained? Do you feel relieved? Mm. Do you feel happy? Do you feel absolutely um, destroyed that they've left? And I mean like, you know, so you hung out for a day and then they're leaving, yeah. not, you know, that they've left you things like that because that was something I never did was checked in with my body and I realized um, in dating new people that that's something I really need to start doing checking in with your body best advice we could give you Um, because for me I didn't realize how important the difference between your mind and your body is I mean people talk about mind body soul but it very much is emotional awareness and being very present and honest with yourself when this happens because there's plenty of times I opened up my journal and I was scribbling down my thoughts and as I was writing it I was going I am fucking lying to myself (laughs) and I knew I was I was writing it down trying to convince myself delaying the whatever the discomfort or whatever it is or hoping it changes you know and you're sitting there and I'm as I'm writing this I'm feeling a completely different way and that's why being honest with yourself is so so incredibly important not to go around and talk to anyone else but to sit with your own thoughts and your own feelings and feel for one time don't think we've talked about this prior don't think feel and so this, you know, new new relationship that I'm exploring, one of the conversations that I had to speak to Sam about was how I was feeling because I my body was reacting so differently than any other relationship I've been in prior. I love that. And it was a safe, it was a comfort. Now again, that doesn't draw conclusions to this is the end all be all and this is the person and this is it's just another identifier to oh I love this. Yeah. I need this. And once you discover it, you can't look back. You can't undo it. And I know that this is like maybe a little bit of a crass, crass uh, sort of statement. But when people say like to get over one person, you've got to get under somebody else. Oh. Like, I mean, come I'm, on. I don't disagree. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't do casual sex. So I do but, disagree. But well, I mean, that doesn't mean it needs to stay. Ca- doesn't need to stay casual. No, you're the right. new person you get under could be romantic. But basically, that's not even the point I'm getting at. So we're off track. But what I'm saying is, is that sometimes until you experience it, you don't know that it's possible. So from here on in, everybody that you date needs to make you feel that level of comfort. And you'll mm-hmm. never move forward with somebody who doesn't. And it won't feel as hard. But you had yeah. to get through your last relationship to then do the work, set the standards, weed out a couple of guys, and then you found somebody who made you feel that way. Um, this kind of brings us back to, to online dating. And uh, so when I was online dating, I stopped saving the numbers on my phone because I was like, I want to make sure that they're like worthy of the 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 save, yeah. the number save. You're going to talk about that uh Wait, who are you going to talk about? Oh, there's a, I have, I have so many funny stories. Okay, this is someone else. This is a, no, no, this is a, yeah, I have, I have so many funny dating stories, but, um, this is one that kind of is a little bit more, uh, 
not sentimental it's just more like oh like I felt really uncomfortable about doing this but I had to so I went on a date with someone and it wasn't there for me I knew from the first 10 minutes that I just it just was not a romantic connection for me and so you know I have a very spunky attitude I'm very outgoing I'm very I'm very easy to get along with and I'm a great conversationalist and I used to be scared to say that but no I'm I'm I'm, you absolutely are fun date I'm a very fun date and so what was difficult for me was cutting off people who would you know message me afterwards about how they had such this this great connection this great time and I, I was not there for me yeah so uh, before we get into the horror stories, I would like to uh, present to you this very <laughs> curated uh, message. So I had put, uh, basically, you know, they had asked me how my day was going, you know, everything like that the day after a date. And I wanted to be very forthcoming because that was something that I mentioned when we were on the date. And so I wanted to let them know that I wasn't, I wasn't there. So I'm texting just Sam. Just not that into you. Just not that into you. And I was like, Sam, how do I deliver this? And and Sam was just like, it. Sorry, but it doesn't matter how they feel. Like no matter what, they probably are gonna maybe be hurt. But it that doesn't matter. You can't choose how they feel anyways. Yeah, you it's, have it's to. It's the risk that you take in dating. Yeah. Unfortunately, like as much as I'm like, be careful and and da 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 da. You gotta just go through it and and let go a little bit and know that you might get your feelings hurt. Exactly. There's always something better out there. Exactly. And by the way, I should mention on this date, uh, there were little snippets that. I was like, oh yeah, this person is not for me. But like overall, it didn't, it wasn't a bad date. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so I said to them, this is my text message. I want to be really forward with you and follow through with what I said about not wasting your time or my own. I did really enjoy our date yesterday, but I just didn't feel a romantic connection. I think you're extremely thoughtful and sweet and I know you value honesty. So I wanted to make sure I let you know. And uh, he said, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I kind of understand what you need, mean, but personally, I don't think romantic connections always happen on a first date. And immediately I go, no, but you like, you. at least I know. I was actually going to ask you that question. How do you feel? Because I've seen like things of talking about the spark and the spark just being anxiety, which like I- I'm sure that can be that way for certain people. And maybe if you're like, I-, I don't know exactly, like I don't fully disagree, but at the same time, I'm like, I got to feel it. I, I do have to, I have to, I know to, I things do. develop over time, yeah, but, but that, again, the, the, the if, chemistry is not something you develop over time. Connection. Yes. yes. Chemistry. No. And if you're willing, also for me, I'm like, if someone is willing to send me that message, you just accept it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone tries to break up with you, accept it. And he, <laughs> he wasn't, he was like, personally, I wanted to give it more time, but I understand where you're coming from. I also really appreciate you being forward with me. That's really thoughtful. So like pretty much a great, you know, yeah and, uh, but I mean yeah, yeah um but he still like he wanted to know did he do or just say something I that hate made that. me feel that way I hate that and I was like what am I supposed to say buddy like what do you want me to like, to me the I always just say no it's about me I um I said the chemistry thing yeah I mentioned it I was like I guess I'm seeking that initial spark in chemistry I can't really describe the feeling of it it's either there for me or it isn't um, I said, you didn't say or do anything wrong, had a great time and enjoyed the conversations we had, which by the way, I don't even owe 
you an explanation well that's anyway. what i'm saying like first of all you don't owe someone an explanation but i don't want to continue having discourse so i always just put it on myself yeah I'm like no it's it's a me thing i'm not there whatever it is yeah i'm, so I'm like your- <laughs> i don't want to get into a back and forth no. about little piddly things and no. also give someone a complex or make someone feel a particular way because you keep being you and somebody then will come along exactly. and appreciate it exactly and uh his response was i get that and i do know what you mean but i still think that that doesn't always happen on a first date lol and i just didn't respond because i was like i said my piece yeah and we're not going to come to an agreement here so i agree let's move on but that was a great way just to you know politely end it yeah um but i've had a lot (laughs) oh i mean the inception of our friendship really uh was not even the breakup of my uh long-term relationship it was remember that call i called you like really late and i don't know if you woke up remember that time I called you in the middle of the night and uh, I'd gotten uh, yelled at for like an hour. (laughs) I do remember the time. I do remember it. So anyways, this was a time where, again, I was trying to um, sort of end it with somebody. And uh, again, in the terms of like, you know, when you say that you want to end it with somebody, you should definitely accept it. They had said to me that that you can't make an executive decision. And I was like, "Um, oh, yes, I can. Kind of can. There's two of us here, sure, but we, I, I can absolutely make a decision. Like, you, first of all, you shouldn't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, here's my question to that, though. What about the whole fight for me thing? I agree, but uh, I'm not, I, I, I no longer observe that. I'm no longer a part of that anymore. And I know mm. a lot of people really, really like that, but it's, it's not genuine to me. Mm. I don't I'm not that's an actually part of the anxious attachment style that's part of the um when you're activated you then will do things um almost to get a reaction out of somebody Uh, so if I'm that's what we've talked about this before if I'm going to break up with somebody I've made the decision no matter what they say to me yeah and that goes for again more than just romantic yes platonic friendships you know yeah I've come to the decision because there's going to be too many cracks moving forward. Um, and, I'm, and and always there's going to be someone that's like, well, my parents, I don't care. And first of all, like, I probably don't even envy your parents' relationship, right? <laughs> also. But um, it, that's how I want to operate. That doesn't yeah. mean we might not come back together later on down the road mm-hmm. or something like that. Who knows? Um, but that that's the decision. Yeah, absolutely. Give me, like, your funniest story. Give me a funny dating story. <sighs> Should I tell the the wine one? I absolutely think so. Okay. Yes. It's a funny, sad story. At the time, well, I mean, even at the time, it was kind of funny. I feel like you should lead in with all of your gift giving. Okay, yeah. Have- so, like, <laughs> I love giving gifts, right? Like, I, I love it so much. And then in being new to dating, oh, look at this sun. Sun. Um, and being new to dating, I was like, this is so exciting. Like I get to continue giving gifts and I get to, um, explore this in a different way. And, uh, I had been, you know, sort of dating somebody for, uh, two months, three months. And we went on a little trip and we had gone to, they were like, I want to take you to some wineries. I was like, this is so nice. We had like a great day on the beach and split a particular bottle of wine that we gotten from one of the wineries. Uh, and it was their birthday in a month. Now, first of all, Samantha, buying a gift for somebody a month away <laughs> is too much when you just started dating them. But like, that's who I am. And like, I again, know. naivety. This was the per- first person out of out of my breakup. And uh, I think the literally the first person that I met on Tinder. 
Like I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, let's like, do let's this. go. Yeah. Anyways, so I get home from this trip and immediately I buy the wine. Okay. And I'm like, oh, it's their birthday in a month. I'm going to buy the wine that we shared. Right. That's super Beautiful, cute. Thoughtful. So cute. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I buy it. It comes in like two days because, you know, I'm in Toronto. It was coming from Prince Edward County. It wasn't far away. Great wine, by the way. I think it was Sandbanks. Uh, shout out to them. Oh, I actually I think it was the Sandbanks um, winery. I've tried. I think I've tried them. Anyway, this was like yes. a seasonal apple wine. OK, OK. Uh, and uh, let me just note, if you're a friend of mine, you'll know this as the apple wine debacle of 2020. <laughs> the AWD 2020 is what my friends call it. <laughs> um, so anyways, we get back from this trip on a Monday. OK, that Friday, I get a message just like, hey, uh, uh, can, are you free? Like, can we hang out? I, I respect you so that I want to talk to you in person. And I was like, what else could this be? We all knew. Yeah. So they came over and proceed to end it <laughs> like we're fresh off the heels of the beach like I don't even know if this I've got the sand out of my toes <laughs> you know yeah. and uh I'm like okay yeah, yeah yeah I'm crying and whatever and they're surprised they didn't think I was gonna be upset and I was like so do you want your birthday gift and they look at me and I look at them <laughs> and I'm like hold on and I go, I stand up. And this wasn't even going to be all their gift, by the way. Like, uh, it's, it's In this moment where you almost cry laughing yes. at this point. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. A hundred percent. Like, okay. you know, it was ending, but it wasn't ending like on particularly bad mm-hmm. terms. It was mm-hmm. kind of sad terms. And, you know, it was kind of a complicated situation. And I was like, hold on. And then I come back out with like a box. I think it was four or six bottles of wine. Like it was a huge box. And uh, yeah, that's the AWD 2020. Did you get to keep any of the wine? Uh, I would have just kept it. I honestly, I'm very sentimental and I actually do have one of the bottles because we did end up uh, drinking one together. Oh, there you go. I said I mean, complicated for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah, like Sam always, when she. First well, then the started, next person yeah, that I, yeah. I dated or whatever, then we had had these conversations and they were on the phone and we were on the phone chatting and they cut their finger. So then we hadn't even met. And then the first time we hung out, I bought them finger guards. <laughs> I put it in a box and wrapped it with a bow on it, dude. Sam's calling me like, uh, I know I'm just supposed to be kind of working on this, but uh, <laughs> I just bought something from Amazon and I'm going, get rid of your prime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get rid of your prime. You are ter- No bad I know Samantha I know and she yeah she's just but that's but that's part of who like and it's not that that part of you there's nothing wrong with that part of you it's just understanding that we were giving mm, here's the thing it's, it's interesting like, I don't want to say we're giving too much to someone because you want to oh, be authentic well and I've also been like am I trying to manipulate them to make them like me but like I know my own motivation and like obviously I want them to like me like we're dating but like yeah. that's just how I really yeah. am like I thought of you isn't this funny or this was a special moment that we shared so then the next person that I dated I made them brownies okay less money yeah less money like a little time and effort yeah. so and I mean even that first tinder person that was my first tinder date ever I showed up with a bag of product <laughs> 
here you go. I was like, here's a moisturizer. And like, and they were like, what? I've never gotten like a goodie bag on a Tinder date. And I was like, hi, hi. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Yeah. So anyways, those are a couple of mine. What do you got for me? I mean, like uh, you've been in the game, baby. I've been in the game. I mean, I have like, I, you know, I've, I have the, the basic ones. I had, you know, the drool story, which yeah. was really, they were on Percocets and, and very, very drunk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was a very, uh not yeah yeah yeah, yikers yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. so makes sense as to why this person passed out on my shoulder and drooled Mm -hmm. i have been catfished before oh i I always have a fear that i'm catfishing but i'm like i'm not editing my photos no 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 okay tell me more full full catfish like i just thought that this person was going to be looking like their profile and when i showed up (laughs) that's too much to ask for (laughs) at this point how dare you how do you think okay can i ask one side question have you heard of reverse catfishing so basically, you make your profile look not good. Oh, no, I haven't. But that's kind of a good idea. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about it. I think putting a mixture of your best. OK, I think your profile should show your fun side, yeah. your sexy side, your, you know, goofy. I think it should show a little bit of everything. I agree. Um, and if one of those pictures includes a not so flattering, like I agree maybe with you that. personally don't think it's a flattering one, but it shows you jumping off a cliff in Jamaica. And yes. it was hilarious and it was fun. And I yeah, agree sure with your that. face looks like this. But yeah. right. I agree with that. I think that 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 is probably your best bet in terms of uh yeah the whole thing but yeah no I was I was just catfished in in general and the fact that I just went through it the entire day we didn't go to one place we went to two places I paid for both bills not that that is an issue but like okay let me ask you this now if you showed up would you say something? Would you go through the date and then not go to a second place? How do you approach that? I'm real nice. Was it because like what's the like for me if it's somebody who has for example completely like say they're using fake photos like mm. were they using fake photos had like, they just like cha- no. their parents had just changed they were a different age like what was the like the photos were to my understanding of them but they completely altered them uh, okay and the uh, like altered them the height was different the you know um age looked different like every everything looked different about this person um but the pro like it was technically still them but by looking at the profile I could not identify them in person it wasn't until I was like oh like yeah like that's and again I am it's not even just being about being nice but I'm always like I'm already here if anything, I'm going to have a good conversation, right? I didn't end up having a good conversation. But to me, it just it was, says something about the person that oh, would do that in terms of like insecurity. The yeah. fact that like you can sit there and know that you edited your photos yeah. and I'm here sitting across from me and we're going to act like there's not a huge elephant in the room. That's what's weird to me. Okay, you have a point there. You have a point there. Uh, yeah, that is. Right? That's what gives me the heebie-jeebies. Because like you're immediately, you're, you're meeting up with someone who's uh, a liar. Uh, you're meeting up with someone who wants a false sense of. Uh, yeah. And like, I get, I get being identity. insecure. Yeah. But like, again, someone's going to have to like me for me. And this is who I am. Yeah. So I guess to answer your question, I probably uh, would still go with the- I mean, I, I don't I don't see me turning it around unless it was like I feel like literally in danger. But again, like that's where yeah. that's for me. Like, I don't know. It's so complicated. I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what I would do. I will tell you this. 
Um, I'm a lot better at now having a phone call or a FaceTime prior to meeting up. Yes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very much about that. Um, Safety with, is important. Yeah. If, with, you're, if you're going out, uh, especially women uh, dating cis men, I think it's really, really important. Uh, share your location with a friend. Yep. Sam's you know? always got mine on. Uh, like we have our locations permanently shared. I'm always asking, like, give me some pictures for my yep. police dossier. Yep. You know? Um, and uh, there's You never let reasoning. me know when you get home either. I'm really bad at that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, well, Sam will <sighs> see in the thing. But like, but, like no, what? I, I literally am like, what I if know. you're lying right outside your building? I what know. if you're in the alleyway? I know. It's and I'm bad. like, oh, she's fine. And I'm always the person that says to people, like, let me know when you get home. Yeah. Um, Because there'll be that one time. Don't make me turn this into a true crime podcast. (laughs) Listen, it almost, it almost did. There was, okay, so there was this guy in, it must have been, I don't know, when I was dating a whole bunch of, you know, it was just like every week I was going on a different date. And so there was this guy that was being, I wonder if I still have them. Oh my god! Wait, when was this? Was I around? Uh, we're talking about the we're talking about the the uh, Balzac coffee guy. Oh, I, that's who I was wondering if you were going to bring up that guy. <laughs> oh, Jess was like, I'm just gonna you know keep. Tra-. I was like, Jess, block, delete, holy, okay. and that was that was scary. That was like you're gonna like that guy. Hell no. Oh, I think I I think I deleted the. I mean, at the very, just give us a little, a little rundown on this, this guy. Okay. So essentially, uh, he, he looked, he looked, he was attractive. He was an entrepreneur, um, downtown kind of made his own schedule. We had a lot in common in terms of that, uh, goal oriented. I found that very, very attractive. Yeah. I love that. Um, we started texting and it just was giving me, I'm the man Saturdays are for the boys. I'm controlling the situation. Very entitled. Yes. He immediately was mentioning like I I had suggested going to the distillery district. There's this uh, coffee shop called Balzac's. And I was like, yeah, let's how about we meet there? And his immediate reaction was like, OK, well, that's all the way on the east end. And um, I'm on the west end. So can we like find another place and I was just kind of like um well firstly you didn't mention any places and also what the hell is the issue with coming yeah, like to Toronto's the a big city but it's like you he's still like in it's, this on this like you take the king the, king street car it's a distillery district it's a beautiful place we can walk around it's something to it's do it's also a first like, date casual I I just I couldn't anyway he kept wanting me to work around my schedule to fit him in okay I was like here is the day but literally within a 24-hour period yeah you were like oh I can't do Thursday I can't do How Thursday about Friday? Friday and then he kept going oh come on like well I'm in the I'm in the distillery today can we meet in the distillery today like oh you can't take half an hour from your lunch and in my head I'm going what he went as far to going well we couldn't even ju- I couldn't even just like walk you to your car like anything like five minutes and I'm going what is- and didn't he also say like oh something about like other girls take the time to yes what was that? he mentioned he was like you know well other other people make sure to you know like have the common decency or whatever to meet halfway and I was like it wasn't even about meeting halfway if he would have said actually like I really like this place um uh midtown like yeah, you know it wasn't I mean? even a matter of place anymore no. it was time you it were was open just, on Friday to meet yeah I could have anything anyway 
So I sent off the message being like, you know what? There was a whole bunch of other things that were said and done that I was like, mm, such mm-mm. a doofus. Mm-mm. I couldn't believe it. Very, very like, nope, not for me. And so I sent the text message basically being like, I'm not interested anymore. Y'all. The next day, I get a text, hey, from a random <laughs> number, okay? I'm like, okay, it's either someone from Bumble or Hinge or whatever that I've given my number and forgot about, or it's like an old friend or something. Literally, this is, okay, after ending it and having this awkward discussion, literally voice notes of him, how entitled he was. Oh my and God, how, he was sending like two minute long yeah. voice notes and it was like, passive aggressive like they'd never met they had talked for a couple of days talking down to me speaking to me like I was like um had to bow down to him and do as he like but sadly that was familiar to us yeah I know because I've done this before we've experienced it and that's you know that's how we know now so that's how the like the conversation when I ended it wasn't great it was just kind of like we're done we're done you're done you're done so random uh, number text me hey How's Jess? Question mark. And we're like, hey, so sorry, got a new phone. That's always what I say. I'm like, so sorry, got a new yeah, phone. Yeah, no. Who is this? As if like people don't have iPhones and it all just doesn't transfer. Okay. <laughs> he goes, it's the guy who wanted to meet you Sunday, but you ghosted. Oh. What happened? I thought we started off so strong. Like, like we didn't just have a conversation the night before and- about what was why I didn't want to meet up with him like what was like as if nothing had happened well and it's so manipulative as well to not say who he is because he knew that was what was going to get a response and I literally because I had completely put this person aside I was like what who is this send me a pic they're like really you actually don't know who this is I'm like yeah I'm dead serious I don't have this number in my phone he goes the many Balzac dates lined up I was like I at this point I lost it I lost it. I was like, I felt like, I was like, you texted me from a different phone? He's like, tough crowd. Dang. And I was like, his name. I was like, are you okay? He's like, yes, because you ignored me from my other phone. I have a work phone and a personal. So bizarre dating in 2021. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, are you not embarrassed? What? What? And I, oh my, the appalled appalled and like it's just uh, that's it was funny because of just how ridiculous it was the fact that this person I had I had to block his other number oh so sorry we forgot to mention how he called me at least 10 times yeah this was when I was like just stop giving out your phone number 10 times and I block I had to block him and then he texted me from another phone oh and fun fact when you block someone they can still access your voicemail Yes, they can. And also, if you were to open up your iMessage on your uh, MacBook, it's going to it's going to pop up on your MacBook as yep. well. Just fun, fun fact. But yeah, I have tons of bad dating, bad, funny, all types of dating stories. But what's the the great part about it in all that I have dated, I have learned yeah. and I have grown. And uh, for all the shitty dates that I've had, it has told me like what I deserve. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's it, how you learn exactly what you do and yeah. don't want. And that's why I think it's yep. important to uh, date multiple people, try new things uh, and really, really get to know yourself because you're always going to be evolving and changing and you want to see uh, all the facets of that person, get to know them yes. uh, and take the time because if it's there it's there yeah three three month mark is when you uh actually 
fully get to know not fully but get to know someone yeah, enough you can that, have a better idea yeah. and I think uh I think that's a really good mark and I think there's certain things like that that going into a relationship not hard boundaries yeah. but things you just want to keep in mind because when it gets all fun and sexy and you're like yeah let's freaking get married mm-hmm. and then like yep. in, si- in six months you're like oh this person I don't know I can't think of anything yeah. like that's really annoying but like they do this yeah. <laughs> I don't change the trash bag every single time out of my <laughs> And listen, if that's going to annoy you, that's Well, because there's certain things you. that are cute in the beginning um, that, like, I know I look back and I'm like, I used to find that endearing. And now? Now, not so much. Hell no. Weaponizing competence and Hell all that kind of no. stuff. Hell no. Anyway. Wow. I feel like we could talk about this kind of oh, stuff. Forever. Like, we'll definitely do more relationship stuff. I think it's really easy to talk about. But that's not the only thing the podcast is about, so. Yeah. And I and I like being able to have these discussions because we want to also hear from you. Oh, I Send us those voice notes. Dying. So we have at Pretty Blunt Podcast. Oh, we didn't do this at the end of the other podcast. Oh, we didn't. But it is. Yeah. We have at Pretty Blunt Podcast on Instagram. Yep. Uh, and uh, TikTok, TikTok. YouTube. YouTube. And we would love to hear from you there. Uh, love to hear relationship stories, questions, uh, whatever it is, because we want to have kind of like a we were joking about calling it a junk mail episode. It's not junk yeah. mail when we hear from you, but <laughs> we would love to hear from you and, and chat about uh, what you have to I would say. To any a, questions, good stories. I need it. I want to I want someone to send in like a voice note. I would. Ugh. I need a voice note. Give me a voice note of like some low life that like thought that he was entitled to. If I can find it, I will definitely. Like I'm. What is it with nice guys? Like, please. I'm a nice guy. Are you? Are you? No. Anyway, um, love this. Reach out at prettybluntpod at gmail.com if you do want to get in touch with us as well as all of our socials. You can also find me on at the blonde man. I post there quite regularly. Yeah, she's doing a selfie a day right now, which I is am. super cool. Yes. Um, and I love that initiative. And Thank you. Uh, I'm at Samantha Jane YT. Not short for white. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.